Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE 2018 Week 21 Part 3, Main Event Episode 295, and NXT Episode 450, both airing on May 25th, 2018. Alright, last week I had to correct a problem, or I didn't even correct it, I just had to mention that it was wrong with... Um, the episode number for 205 Live. Today, I've made the, the horrifying discovery that all of my episode numbers for NXT have been wrong since the Royal Rumble. Uh, we had, I, I numbered it on my spreadsheet as 432 for TakeOver Philadelphia, which is correct. But then the next week, I numbered that episode as 432 also. And then it, it was consistent from there, but it was one off the entire time. So if I have been confusing because of that, you know, just go by the dates of what I say in all the past episodes. We're back on track now, episode 450. That is the correct episode. Um, and, you know, that, that, that's it. That's all I'll say about it. It's going to be correct from now on. Hopefully, fingers crossed, I won't get thrown off again at Money in the Bank and forget to increase the numbers correctly okay uh this episode i am also going to be talking about a couple of um shows and movies that i watched so first we're going to talk about main events then i'll talk about all those movies and then i'll talk about this week's episode of nxt which was pretty great so to kick things off, we have Lince, Dorado, and Kalisto tag team against the Brian Kendrick and Jack Gallagher, who I believe uh, were pretty dominant on 205 Live this week as well. This is also kind of a, if I hadn't recorded the episode about 205 Live yet, then I would still kind of had that have that stored in my memory a little bit, but since I already got it out, I. I don't, I don't remember. Um, so that, I guess that is kind of a problem. One of the, one of the problems, potential problems with recording individual episodes for each day of stuff. But, uh, yeah, this, this match was pretty fun. Uh, we ended up with a win by Gallagher. He pinned Lince Dorado. This was after Lince tried to pin the Brian Kendrick, who was not the legal man. So that was uh, a bit of an awareness issue more than anything. It, uh, I, I didn't catch if they did something particularly sneaky to make that happen, to trick him into thinking he was the wrong man or if it was just an honest mistake. Um, I only saw the re – I didn't go back and watch um, other than what they showed in the replay. Uh, this match was kind of interesting because I don't think – well, we have, I believe, but it's been a while since we've seen Kalisto in the tag team match um, and Grand Metallic out, outside the ring. Uh, so Metallic was still there. Lucha House Party is going strong, uh, but not quite strong enough because they, they, they didn't pick up the win tonight. And then the second original match on this episode of Main Events was Mojo Raleigh versus Apollo Crews. Apollo won the match eventually with his with his standing moonsaults, which is always great to look at. But uh, Mojo 
is not having any of that. He don't want none. He attacks Titus and then attacks Apollo. And uh, he's, he's overall just a, a bad sportsman. Is that the word for that? He's, he's displaying bad sportsmanship, which should... Yeah, you, you, you could be able to say that he's a, a bad sportsman. Like a bad huntsman? Huntsman is huntsmanship a thing though? Oh, these might be completely different things that seem like they're alike, but they're not. Um, so yeah, it, it was an all right episode of main event. This is the first time in quite some time, I think, and maybe we arguing. I haven't been paying attention attention to Kurt Hawkins' Twitter since uh, mid Europe tour because he was up to to one hundred ninety seven losses. In Germany, I think. But we didn't see him on Raw last week. We didn't see him on Raw this week. We didn't see him on Main Event either week either. Maybe they are saving that to happen on TV. That would be pretty great. Um, But maybe uh, loss number 200 has already happened. Okay, I looked it up. He, the last match that he tweeted about was on May 11th. And he said it was 196 and O, and he had two matches after that, both in Spain. And uh, since that uh, that match on the 11th was a tag team match, uh, that must mean that those count. Um, these are like five, five man tag team matches, which is kind of crazy. Um, but we had uh, the 12th and the 13th. Um, were also tag team matches in Spain, and he lost those as well. So that means he is currently at 198-0. He hasn't had a match since then in over almost two weeks. So that could mean that we will get loss number 200 on television. I really hope so. Um, so what I was saying is that I think that this is the first time in a while that he hasn't appeared on main events for two consecutive weeks. So hopefully that streak is broken next week as well. Who should Kurt Hawkins defeat to break the streak? Maybe just maybe he joins the B team who have been on an undefeated streak since they debuted on raw and, uh, that could count towards breaking his own because these tag team matches uh, count for that. Um, I guess we'll see. So that that is this episode of main events. Is all right. I I talked way way more about somebody who's not even in this episode than is warranted ever. But uh, let let me tell you about a couple of things that I watched that aren't WWE stuff. First. This current season that just finished of Survivor, it wasn't the best season ever. I enjoyed especially the challenges a lot um, and a couple of the actual people on it. I'm not going to spoil anything about who won or anything, but the last episode is definitely the best of the season. And uh, maybe only check in. If you, if you don't have time to watch the entire season, I recommend checking out the the premiere of course um and then i think maybe like episode six six or seven uh when the merge happens 
Yeah, it's episode seven, or depending on how they number the episodes, uh, sometimes it's weird if it's a if it's a two hour episode. Um, Fear keeps you sharp is the name of the episode where the merge happens. So uh, that's probably an important one to watch. And the finale, of course. I think just watching those three episodes, and I think the premiere and the finale are both double length, um, you'll get a a pretty good experience of the whole season, I think. So so there you go. That's my recommendation for Survivor Ghost Island, which is season 34. Is this season 34? 36. Wow. Oh, yeah. The, the last last spring was 34, obviously. Another show, well, it's a movie, a documentary that I watched on Netflix yesterday um, that I think is worth checking out. I thought it was really interesting. Um, it was called Take Your Pills. And it was mostly about Adderall, but uh, in general about amphetamines and other uh, stimulants. Uh, prescription drugs and like kind of the story of how they came about and how they've come to be used how they are being used and uh there there are some topics in the film that i now want to learn more about that weren't the central focus of this one um that were kind of tangential but uh yeah it was it's it's pretty interesting uh lots of like interviews with people who um take that kind of medication um, either for for actual medical condition they have or they use it to abuse it, basically. Um, and, yeah, def- definitely worth checking out. I think I got the name of that film right. Uh, Take Your Pills. Um, it's on Netflix. Okay, and then on Redbox, I saw there are two new family films on there that uh, really caught my eye caught my eye one of them i've been aware of since i first saw the trailer in the theater back in december i think um it was it played before um uh last jedi when i saw it um and i think i saw it before another movie before that um it's from ardman studios uh, makers of wallace and gromit chicken run uh pirates and uh, all, all of those great animated um, claymation films. Uh, I I was looking forward to this. I didn't get a chance to see it in the theater. I thought it was really, really funny. It's not like so many of these other, um, that, uh, especially with the trailer, this is what caught my eye, when it was up against, played in between a bunch of other family films. What, what, was, what was the family film? So maybe I saw it. Maybe I saw the trailer for it when I saw Paddington Two. That might have been it. Um, that all the other uh, kids movies had like fart jokes and stuff in there, or someone going "What?" in response to something. And I think I've talked about this before, but um, yeah, it's so annoying. Like all of them have. It's like very. It's basically all the same jokes. Which if you're catering just to little kids that i mean that there's a reason for it i suppose but this film i appreciate in all of these ardman films i appreciate um because they have original jokes and lots of visual gags and stuff like that that are creative and interesting and make you think not just like oh haha someone farted i get there is a little bit of that but it's not like Anyway, there is a lot of clever stuff in this film, 
especially visual jokes. It, this film I, I talked about in Paddington too. Did I record a podcast episode about that? Um, I think I, I think I did. Uh, but Paddington Two has one of the greatest physical comedy sequences ever when um, Paddington is trying to uh, wash windows and he uh, there's a whole situation with a, a ladder and like a police system. I can't remember exactly what. I just remember that it was great. I really enjoyed it. And now I feel like I should go get a copy of Paddington 2 just so I can study that. Just that scene. It's just so great. The rest of the movie is really good too. This film has one of the best if not the best visual gag so it's not like a whole like physical comedy sequence like in paddington 2 i'd still hold that right up there but as far as like visual pun punnery and things like that um this this joke relied on forced perspective and it was so effective for me i absolutely loved it so there's this character and i tweeted the name of the character or not tweeted but uh i i posted about this film and uh describe the character i forget the character's name i think it's like dugong or something i have the i have the movie pulled up right here on imdb uh grub up um so grub up he is like the, the dopey really big guy who just likes to eat stuff and he's always eating stuff he accidentally eats our main character doug played by eddie redmayne um in the opening sequence of the film, these are kind of spoilers, but hey, it's it's a silly movie, um, and it's a sports film. I didn't know that from the trailer. Maybe I should have known that from the trailers. It was a while since I had seen the trailers, or maybe I forgot that part of it. But uh, it's all about football. Um, but anyway, uh, it's football, but played by cavemen and Bronze Age people, and it, it's funny. But uh, in this part, they're in this area and grub up. Uh, he's part of this practice because they're uh, preparing for a football game. And uh, he's hungry. And he detects uh, behind him, we see this duck. It's like, oh, he, he can go eat that duck. He picks up this big rock and he hucks it at the duck. And we cut to a close-up of the duck's head. And just this little pebble bounces off of it and gets his attention. He turns around. He has his big, gnarly teeth. You realize this duck is gigantic and it's off in the distance. <laughs> oh, it's so beautifully done. Um, that, uh, that difference in scale of the rock when he throws it and then when it hits its head, it's just absolutely perfect. So watch the movie just for that. And I think um even me telling you exactly what happens in that part um you'll you'll still appreciate it i hope or i hope you appreciate it even more what is this movie best friends tripping oh that's the ibiza 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 it's a netflix movie i'm gonna have to watch that because it stars um gillian jacobs i like her also, Vanessa Bayer and Phoebe Robinson. I guess it just came out today. It's Friday. I'm recording this on Friday. All the uh, most of the new stuff on Netflix comes out on Fridays, which makes the the weekends difficult. It's like it's all this stuff I want to watch 
all this news, too much new stuff just came, comes out every single week. It's insane. Um, and then the other movie that I watched, I'll get to NXT eventually. I'll get to it. Uh, Daphne and Velma. I had no idea this movie existed until I saw it on the, that red box screen. And I figured, heck, I'll, I'll try it out. Um, it, it's pretty fun. It's all about Daphne and Velma of Scooby-Doo fame. Um, it's them in high school and they're, uh, they're best friends online. And then they finally meet in person when Velma's family gets transferred um, to the same area where Velma lives. And uh, they end up going to the same school for their senior year. And uh, it's a technologically advanced school. It's like uh, it's like near future futuristic type stuff with all kinds of cool inventions and fancy like plexiglass phones and things like that. So it's it has a sci-fi element to it. And then, of course, like the whole supernatural mystery thing that they're trying to figure out with what's going on. I thought I thought it was a really fun movie. Um, Lots of great like modernizations of the characters and also to see them as kids and just uh, really trying to figure, figure things out, not, not just the mystery, but like to figure themselves out and their friendship with each other is, uh, is really fun. And uh, the, the special features are on the red box disc disc, which I thought was great because a lot of the, um, rental discs, the rental versions of movies, they don't have any of the special features or anything to encourage you to buy the full copy. But um, there's a couple featurettes about the production, and uh, there's one uh, that's about the the, the wardrobe. Um, and uh, yeah, I thought I thought it was I, I thought it was pretty fun. I enjoyed it. So uh, yeah, both of those movies are currently on Redbox. And like I said, the Take Your Pills movie is uh, that documentary is on Netflix, and then uh, Survivor, check out on CBS.com. I believe the full season of Ghost Island is available if you are a uh, just have an account, not a paid account. But um, if you want to watch a ton of Survivor and a ton of Amazing Race and a ton of Big Brother, I recommend just getting an all access account. And uh, personally, I because I have Hulu without commercials, I it's really tough to watch any other service that does have commercials. So I, I spring for the non-commercial version. So it's an extra of like four dollars per month um, for that on CBS. It's and that's really worth it on CBS. I feel like the CBS um, regular videos have so many ads like way more than regular hulu does um for some reason um and the 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 player isn't as friendly for that either so to get just get rid of them all i feel like is really worth it you can watch like seven thousand hours of big brother it's insane um i've so far watched like two hours starting from the very beginning um because i don't think i ever watched the first season of that um the first real season that i watched was during the 2010 writers guild strike i believe it was because normally the show is on during the summer and i'm on the road 
all summer and so i miss all of it and i'm i there's like a month at the end so like four weeks of stuff and i haven't seen any of the rest of it and i like i I'm, don't even i don't i can't catch up i want to just jump right in the middle of it so there have only been a couple of other seasons that i've watched the full thing and it's been like all at once but yeah it's still only that one season that i've that i actually watched as it aired and that's part partly because it wasn't in the summer and because there wasn't anything else new coming on because of the writer's strike there wasn't any new scripted television at all for those like three or four months but that's enough about CBS All Access. Let's finish up this episode by talking about NXT episode 450, the correct number for this episode. Uh, th- this could this episode could be seen as kind of like a, an Empire Strikes Back type of episode that nothing goes right for anybody that we like at all. We have um, well, actually, th- there's one shining. Uh, spots in the middle here but it wasn't an actual match as far as the matches go nothing goes right for the the people we like um well this is an exception the first match we like both teams i like both teams a lot of people like both teams but as far as the tactics used in the match the bad guy is one because we have heavy machinery versus tm61 and uh tm61 pull off another victory with that le- rope leverage pin I think it was Shane in in the ring and Nick pulling down on on his feet. We had a tease for a like mini documentary that we're gonna have about Bianca Belair. We're gonna find out why she is the EST of NXT. Where does she come from? What's she all about? That should be pretty cool. Kyrie Sane versus Lacey Evans. A rematch. These two have been going at it since uh, even before take over new orleans uh but this time lacey evans got the win when she countered that insane elbow drop or the yeah insane elbow is that what they call it the the flying elbow um lacey countered it she got up just in time to hit her with the women's rights knocked her right out of the air and uh lacey got the victory uh so yeah this feud continues Will uh, Kyrie next time she's going to have to really make sure that Lacey is laid out before she goes um, goes for that insane elbow. But, uh, yeah, lots of great moments. She uh, hit a strong sliding D um, earlier in the match um, and lots, lots of great stuff. We had a quick interview with the wrestlings, and that's what I'm going to call – johnny and candace from now on because they're mr and mrs wrestling you would call them the wrestlings like you would with any other last name last name mr and mrs smith they're the smiths mr and mrs wrestling they're the wrestlings uh, johnny says that he has something uh that he's decided that they've talked about they've decided about uh, his future because he's, he's wearing that neck brace he's still not feeling a hundred percent um, in the neck department <laughs> and uh he says we're, we're gonna tell everybody in the ring later on so stay tuned for that he looked right in the camera and said stay tuned for that so somebody should do that 
Like that's their thing. They they just talk right to the audience and say, "Stay tuned," like every time. Um, I have more promo talk to talk about. Uh, it doesn't end there at all. Because right after this, we had another great, um, goofy, undisputed era prom- group promo. Each of them get their turn talking about what they're going to do next to the to whatever specific person. Uh, we had uh, some talk about Peter Dune, who sounds like a who sounds like a desert bandit supervillain, Peter Dune. Um. It was just a mispronunciation of Pete Dunn. Um, okay, uh, all I could think of during this, I don't know why this didn't occur to me before. It did occur to me that, yes, these are meant to be uh, very similar to uh, the old NWO, uh, WCW uh, promos, where you have the, the cameras. They're really flexible. What do you even call that? The kind of floating camera feel. Lots of little quick little zooms in, little adjustments throughout. And uh, this is quote-unquote hip feel to it. Um, but to me, this week I realized that it it, it feels like a, a, a jeans commercial. And I looked up, I was trying to find examples of this kind of thing. And maybe it's all mostly manufactured in my memories and maybe mostly an old SNL um parody commercial i had to look this up it's been so long i had a a vhs tape i didn't look it up i didn't find this vhs tape it's uh, i don't know if i even still have it um but it was all the best of snl commercials and uh, this is one of my favorite ones is bad idea jeans and it's a bunch of guys on uh some some benches um getting ready to play some basketball and uh they just keep talking about all these bad decisions that they're very confident about. And um, after each one, it just says, bad idea. And uh, this had to be based on other ones, uh, other real commercials. And the closest I could find on YouTube were uh, some Dockers commercials from like 1988, 1989, which lines up with uh, when this commercial aired, which... Uh, as far as I can tell, it's not on YouTube. You can only watch it on NBC.com. Search for Bad Idea Jeans, um, which uh, was from September of 1990. So I think that they were making fun of the Levi's Dockers commercials or maybe just the Levi's in, in general if the other Levi's commercials were like that. So what I want to do, and I might do this as soon as I finish recording this, I want to take one of those commercials that uh, a lot of them, they don't even show the the people's upper bodies is use their promos, put the audio from their promos uh, on top of these jeans commercials. And I think that could be pretty, pretty good. Well, we'll, we'll see how it turns out. So stay, stay tuned for that. All right. um, Lars Sullivan versus Ricochet and the Velveteen dream, a handicap match. So much happens in in this match. It's great. This is by far the best match of the week. So exciting. So much great stuff happens. I'm not going to spoil even what happens at the end of it. Go check it out. Go check it out. Easily the best handicap match that I've seen. We've seen some 
with like Braun Strowman against a couple of people, but it's usually against a couple of like kind of kind of puny guys, and it's like, yeah, he's gonna destroy them. Like him against the Miztourage, yeah, he's gonna eat them alive. This this match we have Lars Sullivan against two super awesome guys. It's like, how is this even? it's going to work out that we have this unstoppable monster against this crazy high flyer against this super athletic dude. That's man. It it was, it was, it was better than I was expecting. And I was expecting it to be pretty dang good. So go check out this match. If you only watch one match this week, Lars Sullivan versus Ricochet and Velveteen dream. Um, we had a, a, an interview with Dakota Kai backstage this was the, um, uh, the one of the shining moments of this episode as far as uh, a good guy getting uh, a lick in. And that uh, Shayna comes over, interrupts her interview, says, you know you don't stand a chance, right? And after a long pause, Dakota says, we'll see about that. So a nice setup for next week. We're going to have a championship match between Dakota Kai and Shayna Baszler. I'm pretty excited for that. And it, it, it's, a, it's a matchup that I've seen before. I got to see it in person pretty up close uh, because Dakota Kai was the first person to challenge Shayna because Dakota Kai had won the uh, WrestleMania Access Tournament and uh, was the first one to fight Shayna Baszler that Sunday morning um, at Access. And that, that, was, that was a lot of fun to see. So I'm super excited for that next week. And that brings us to the NXT episode 450 finale final scene. Uh, The wrestlings come out and uh, Gargano, he says, I realized I had to think about the future and is it worth it to keep going through all of this? And... After many chants from the... I don't know if the chants changed his mind or influenced him. He says, yeah, it is worth it. Come out here, Tommaso Ciampa. We got to settle this right now. And um, he does come out. And uh, things get hairy. And uh, Candice is adamant that we should just leave this alone. Stop this. We don't want to get hurt even more. Um, He almost goes along with that but ultimately he decides he's got to go for it he uh jumps up onto the to to the apron and Tommaso knocks him knocks him over knocks him off the ring he goes flying backwards into Candace and Candace is laid out just knocked out her head smacks against the steel ramp there um so some of the criticism I saw was like like she's she's like one of the best wrestlers in the world how did she just get knocked out like that? Well, she wasn't in in story, like in this situation. She wasn't expecting someone to to fl- get get flung at her, and then get sent right into that steel ramp. Super painful, super concussive. So uh, that's how we end the episode. That's uh, Candace is completely out. Just has to be taken away by uh, the medical team. And there, there we go. Where do we go from here? Are we going to get Candice? L- <laughs> that would be pretty awesome if we got Candice versus Champa. Um, 
or maybe we just have a uh, a full intergender match, uh, intergender tag team match, not mixed match, but uh, that anybody can attack anybody, be fine. But if that were the case, who would who would side with Tommaso Ciampa? Who would even want to to be friends with this guy? I don't know. I don't know. So that is all of this week's episodes. That yeah, that concludes this week of WWE stuff. I may post one more episode um, tomorrow because I'm going to see Solo in the morning, and I'm pretty excited for that. I've I've seen a few clips here and there, but I've I've successfully avoided seeing full on trailers. But uh, I've talked about this before that. Like, what real kind of spoilers are there going to be? Because we know the characters that we know aren't going to die. So that's one bit of surprise that's not going to be in there. Um, So uh, stay tuned for that, possibly. But I will definitely be back for Monday and Monday Night Raw. Uh, Let me know what you thought about NXT main events. Or if you've seen these movies, what you thought about them. By tweeting me at TIW Podcast, go to todayiwatched.com for more views. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, subscribe on Spotify, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back next time. Bye. <laughs>